Goodbye. That was the Sunday Escape. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories, there have been more allegations of shoddy works on the MTR's Shatin Central Link. Calls for concessions for university students who travel on the high-speed rail to Guangzhou and a senior executive of a mainland naval vessel manufacturer is under corruption probe. The chairman of the LegCo's Railway Subcommittee, Michael Tien, has alleged that there's more shoddy works on the MTR's Shatin Central Link under construction. Citing sources, he said a subcontractor had been ordered to stop all excavation works at the Exhibition Center station in Wan Chai after the MTR found out there's inadequate support underground. The subcontractor is a joint venture between Leighton and China State Construction. Leighton has already been embroiled in another shoddy work scandal in which the steel bars supporting a platform at Hongham Station were found to have been cut short. Former Secretary for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs Raymond Tam has suggested that the MTR Corporation to offer concessionary tickets to Hong Kong University students who travel on the high-speed rail in future. He says this will help boost exchanges between youngsters in Hong Kong and across the border. He says the MTR has backed his proposal and he had submitted it to the central government. The express rail link to Guangzhou is expected to start operating in September. The convener of the Path of Democracy think tank, Ronnie Tong, has rebuffed the last colonial governor of Hong Kong, Chris Patton, who said that, love, that the law has been abused politically to impose extremely harsh sentences on pro-democracy activists. Lord Patton made the comments after localist Edward Leung was jailed for six years for rioting. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Tong, who is a barrister, said the young activist was tried and convicted by a jury, adding that what Lord Patton had said was nothing but a travesty of the facts. No one forced Leung to do what he did. I hope Lord Patton is not suggesting the news recording of the riot was a fake or that the judge, along with the jury, was bought by the SAR government or worse, by the central government. Or is Lord Patton suggesting that the law should turn a blind eye when the whole world saw peace had been breached, police officers had been hurt, and a crime had been committed? If giving proper effect to the law is an abuse, then is the rule of law a crime? The mainland's anti-graft agency says it's investigating a senior executive of the country's largest naval vessel manufacturer. The general manager of China's shipbuilding industry corporation, Sun Bo, is suspected of serious disciplinary and legal violations, a common euphemism for corruption. The Communist Party's anti-corruption watchdog didn't provide further details. The state-owned company is the manufacturer of the mainland's first home-built aircraft carrier, which was launched in April last year and is expected to enter service in 2020. The Secretary for Labor and Welfare, Lao Qigong, urged lawmakers to support a government proposal to extend paternity leave, paternity leave from three to five days. An amendment bill on the matter will be tabled at the Legislative Council on Wednesday. Writing in his blog, the minister called on lawmakers to pass the bill as soon as possible so that the extension could take effect by the end of the year. Mr. Law stressed the proposal didn't come easy as there had been major differences between representatives of employers and employees of the Labor Advisory Board. Hong Kong Federation of Asian Domestic Workers Unions has found that almost all employment agencies it investigated didn't comply with relevant legislation. 
In its survey of 450 foreign domestic helpers, more than half of them were charged illegal fees, while a quarter of them said their agencies confiscated their identity documents. The Federation urged the Labour Department to step step up inspections and prosecution to protect helpers' rights. Former Vice-Chancellor of the Hong Kong University, Professor Tsui Lapti, has criticized the city's funding to support research at universities, saying it's pathetically inadequate. Speaking on a radio program, Professor Tsui said the current funding only amounted to 0.7% of the city's GDP. He's leading a government task force reviewing research policy in Hong Kong. He said the funding should be doubled to boost research and development in universities. We just want to see the doubling of this uh, the competitive research uh, portion uh, of this support, so which is uh, only uh, from two billion to four billion, so uh, not a huge uh, increase. But I said this uh, has to be a stepwise progress. You cannot just uh, give a whole lot of money, and then the, uh, we have to slowly recruit people. And a lot of uh, uh, suggestions actually on the support of human resources, and then the, some of the, the changes in the practice in Hong Kong. So I, I think uh, this is going to be uh, receive a strong support from uh, everyone. A taxi driver in Moscow has driven into a crowd in a, on a pavement, injuring eight people, including several Mexican football fans in Russia for the World Cup. Video posted on social media shows that the vehicle shows the vehicle veering out of a queue of stationary traffic near Red Square and accelerating into pedestrians before hitting a traffic sign. The driver's been arrested. Moscow's mayor has said the driver lost control of the vehicle. One witness, Victoria Geranovich, said she's not sure it was an accident. I think he did it deliberately because he was in the traffic jam with the cars going really slowly. How could he lose control of the wheel, push the accelerator and drive into the crowds? I was trembling. It's not a thing you see every day when a taxi drives right into the crowds. It was mostly young girls there. There's been more violence in Nicaragua a day after the government and opposition agreed a ceasefire to end nearly two months of unrest. In the worst incident, at least six members of the same family were killed in an arson attack. Talks mediated by Nicaragua's Roman Catholic Church have been taking place for a second day. Juan Sebastián Chamorro is one of those representing the views of Nicaragua's private sector in the talks. It is urgent to solve the human rights crisis that we have been facing for the last two months. Of course, uh, how this started was a popular revolt, a civil disobedience uh, movement throughout the country, which brings us to the second point of the agenda of the dialogue, which is to bring democracy back to the country. And we're calling for early elections uh, early in 2019. The Greek government has survived a no-confidence vote in Parliament following a deal to settle nearly three decades of argument with neighbouring Macedonia over the country's name. Foreign ministers from the two sides are due to sign an agreement later today. The BBC's Grant Ferret reports. The capacity of this issue to inflame passions was highlighted again on Saturday in Athens. Greek police fired tear gas and stun grenades to disperse protesters on the steps of Parliament. Inside Parliament, the Prime Minister, Alexis Tsipras, said support for the deal, under which Greece's neighbour will be renamed North Macedonia, would strengthen his country's international position. He won the vote by 153 to 127. The renaming agreement will boost the Macedonians' hopes of joining the EU and NATO. 
The Spanish government says it's accepted an offer from France to take in some of the 600 migrants rescued by the Aquarius ship in the Mediterranean and turned away by Italy. The Spanish Deputy Prime Minister, Carmen Calvo, said the French government would work together with Spain to handle the arrival of the migrants scheduled to take place in Valencia later today. The president of the medical charity Médecins Sans Frontières, David Noguera, said Europe as a whole must rethink its policies. This obliges us all, and mainly the European authorities and the countries of the European Union, to rethink this model at once. It is unacceptable that after three or four years, we continue with these levels of suffering and mortality in the Mediterranean Sea, which has become the deadliest migratory corridor in the world. The Islamic State group says it carried out a suicide attack in eastern Afghanistan, killing at least 25 people, including Taliban fighters. Dozens were injured when the suicide attacker targeted a gathering of Taliban insurgents, security forces and civilians celebrating the Eid festival in Nangarhar province thanks to an unprecedented three-day ceasefire announced by the Taliban. President Ashraf Rani called for an end to all fighting. Our ceasefires surprised the world. The basic purpose of these ceasefires is to bring peace. There is no need for fighting. We should solve the problem jointly. When I say jointly, I mean the government of Afghanistan, the Taliban and the people. There's no need for fighting anymore based on our religion and political understanding. There's no justification for continuation of this fighting. At the Football World Cup finals in Russia, Croatia have won their first match, beating Nigeria by two goals to nil. Earlier, the first surprise of the tournament saw Iceland holding one of the favourites, Argentina, to a 1-1 draw. To end the news, our top stories once again. There's been more allegations of shoddy works on the MTR's Shatin Central Link, calls for concessions for university students who travel on the high-speed rail to Guangzhou, and a senior executive of a mainland naval vessel manufacturer is under corruption probe. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.
cheerful. Part three. Health service glasses, gigolos and brasses, round or skinny bottoms. 